that's the noise they make when they beat the Sea Eagles 40-12. to 12. The Melbourne Storm, they get the week off. They now prepare and wait. Their next game, Saturday, the 25th of September, at 5.50 Eastern Standard Time. Jimmy Smith from SEN Sydney is online. Jimmy, they were once again back to their mighty best. What's Craig Bellamy worth, Goss? Um, what, like, I don't know what he's getting paid by the Melbourne Storm. I think it's a lot of money. I think he's the highest paid coach in the league. He gets that team to a grand final every second year. That's, that's his record. Now he's another. They've played in the last seven preliminary finals. That's, that's, they're one game away from getting to another grand final and they're defending premiers. What, what is Craig Bellamy worth? Because it looked like, you know, I thought it was going to be a much closer game than it turned out to be. Um, Tom Trebojevic has, um, he'll win the Dalian medal and, and rightly so for the best player in the league. And yet he was negated and they flogged them 40 points to 12. That's how dominant Melbourne were. They're, they're phenomenal, mate. They are. And, uh, look, I did see a bit of kickback coming from uh, rugby league fans, in particular those living in Melbourne, saying, what is it with the NRL to put on the Storm v whoever on the same time that the AFL Grand Final will be on on the TV? It's it's the only team that is going to be impacted and the only time slot that's going to be impacted, and yet it's a huge impact. And, and this is a... Uh, this is a tricky one. You don't want to be seen to be backing down, right? You don't want to seem to be saying, yeah, you're right, our product is inferior to the product that you're offering. But we know that, you know, there's big, there's big TV moments in any given year, and they're every year, and that is AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final, three State of Origins, Aussie Open Final. You know, you might get a couple of Socceroos games in there as well if the World Cup's on, et cetera. But, but they're, the, they're the big moment, World Cup Final for a cricket. Um, and, and look, I understand the NRL's stance. I think it's going to be really challenging for Storm fans. And let's face it, I would say 50, maybe even higher than that. 60, 70% of Storm fans also follow an AFL team and therefore they're going to want to watch the AFL Grand Final. Um, if it was two other Sydney-based sides or a Queensland-based side as well, it wouldn't be the issue. But of course, it happens to be the Melbourne-based side when there's two Melbourne teams playing in an AFL Grand Final. Uh, very true on that. Um, I have a sneaking... Is Peter Volandi still involved at the NRL? <laughs> because I've got, a feeling this, I've got a feeling this has got the Everest Melbourne Cup uh, Cox Plate written all over it. Oh, I was going to say, fingerprints all over it, I would say, from <laughs> Peter Volandi. And, and it's, you know, I, I, I do understand... The, the point of view, the worst the worst case scenario for the NRL is that it, it happens to be the Melbourne Storm that are that are playing on that night, and there's there's an argument around oh well we'll just switch it around you know, but then there's which team gets the most recovery and and all that sort of thing. So there's all those other other points at play, but it's just one of those unfortunate situations, mate. So the finals week one is taken care of. What a corker it was between the Roosters and the Titans. Oh, brilliant game. High drama. Uh, actually, I won't say... They sort of fumbled and bumbled their way through at the Roosters. Um, and to a degree, the, the Titans did the same. But, you know, it goes back to... I remember watching the 2003 World Cup final. It wasn't, it wasn't a great... Uh, it wasn't a great game. It was a phenomenal contest um, that went into extra time. Something similar about this game on the weekend. You know, they didn't play anywhere near their best, the Roosters. You could argue the same for the Titans. Um, but a compelling finish like that gets you on the edge of your seat. No one turns off a television set, so um, it's a cracking game of footy. They'll need to improve on that if they're to beat Manly. That's their 
their assignment for this week. Um, and they might have a player out, Sam Beryls, from a suspension too. So he's going to be a loss. So they've got a bit to overcome, the Roosters. Talking all things NRL with Jimmy Smith from SEN Sydney, of course. Rabbitohs 16 uh, over the Panthers 10. What did you make of that? Flipped the entire competition on its head. Um, I, I think, you know, we talked about how good the Melbourne Storm were. I think, oh, well, the, the Penrith Panthers are, are the other side and they'll just win the first week of the finals and, and they'll probably win the prelims and they'll go into the grand final. And the performance from South Sydney has tipped the whole competition on its head and put some vibrancy, uh, further vibrancy, into the end of the season. And it was almost like if, if, if it was a tennis match, it was Wayne Bennett, 6-2, over Ivan Cleary. He just played him off a break. And to see him almost delight in it in the post-match press conference and, and just a little nugget that he threw in there and said, oh, by the way, remember when Ivan wasn't coaching and he was doing work with the referees? Well, you know, he's still got some mates in there. It was, it was pure Bennett. Um, and the other thing about it is, too, his team backed it up on the night. They, they defended better than they have all year. They've, they've leaked 19 points a game against all opposition. And against this opposition, um, they got to 10, the Penrith Panthers, after they'd scored an average of 30 each game. So, Bennett, you know, come at the hour, come at the team. And, and of course, that's Wayne Bennett. And the Eels uh, stay alive? Yeah, and uh, I think they were probably a little more dominant than the scoreline suggests. It probably got a little tighter. There was a bit of controversy around whether it should have been a penalty try, and that's understandable as well. But I think the right side won. I thought they were really, really good. Parramatta, Mitch Moses played well. The forward pack was phenomenal. Regan Campbell-Gillard, he just rattled the stadium four or five times, three times in a row at one point, with these phenomenal defensive efforts, some charges into the defence of the Newcastle Knights as well. But, but if, if this game was in Sydney, this is as big as it gets. That We have Penrith up against the Parramatta Eels, the Western Derby, two teams that don't like each other. The fans don't like each other. It would have been a rocking Bankwest Stadium or even ANZ Stadium for this one. Um, it's in Queensland. We're fortunate that it's going ahead, but um, this is a beauty. This is a big, big Sydney derby. And uh, officer, the, where does the winner go from this? How does that? How does that? Does that cross over the competition now that the Rabbitohs uh, have beaten the Panthers? Does that mean we could see the Panthers taking on the Storm? How does that work out? That's exactly right. Wow. So yeah, they flip over. So so we might get the prelim final will be potentially the Melbourne Storm yes. up against the Panthers. They'll play the Panthers Parramatta Eels winner. What about this for a matchup too? In light of what happened the last time the Roosters and the Rabbitohs played, if the Roosters get past Manly they will play the Rabbitohs in the prelim final, which is mouth-watering. Wow-wee. So, all right, so we're down to six. Um, so you're tipping Panthers to beat the Eels. I suggest you're tipping Manly to beat the Roosters. You're spot on on both of those. Um, I, yeah, and I think they're just they're just running out of troops. They've, as I mentioned with Sam Barrels now, mm-hmm. they've got all these injuries. Um, Tedesco and Maria Hargroves and... They've just been phenomenal this year, but gee, you're asking a lot of them. And Tommy T, you know, the great Tom Trebojevic was a little quiet. He didn't have a bad game. He just had a quiet game. And it's all relative to what he's done this year. But two quiet games in a row? Don't think so. Rabbitohs and Storm sit and wait. It's going to be an intriguing couple of weeks. Now, I know you're a rugby league man through and through, rugby league. Now, I will ask... 
how good was Quade Cooper yesterday? I know it was on the Gold Coast. It was nowhere near where you are. But has it commanded plenty of headlines on the East Coast? Because even I got sucked in. I saw the Wallabies play New Zealand the week before here at Optus yeah. Stadium, and it was so bad and so boring. Uh, and then they produced this Quade Cooper-esque performance. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. It was the Philip the sport needs. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? What a... Um what an interesting character he is in Australian rugby. I, I, I would suggest that there's a there's a an age bracket of kids who follow rugby in Australia, and every second one of them, Quade Cooper was their favourite player growing up. Like like he's that type of player, the Benji Marshall type player from a rugby league perspective. He's just he's phenomenal. I've, I've actually met him a couple of times. I've got a, a very strong mutual friend, and so you know you follow these guys very closely. For him to be able to do what he's done. Like this is this is not against Argentina. This is not against Fiji. Mm. This is the world champions. This is a South African side that's very very strong. And he's come out and you know it's not the quote of old. It's physically he's 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 not quite what he was at when he was 25, which is totally understandable. But just confidence in his ability, get the job done when required, and just that level of confidence that mm. I think the Wallabies have lacked. You mm. know the the belief in themselves. He gives it to all the teammates. It's it's inspired from Dave Rennie. It's yep. the changing of the narrative, um, and I just hope that he stays there for a game against the All Blacks. Yeah, very true. I agree with you. I just think there was some flair that we haven't seen for a long, long time. They tried to play it safe, but uh, I thought they played with a bit of free spirit and a gay abandon for the best part of a comment to be made. Appreciate your time. Love chatting Rugby League, and thank you for your insight in regards to the Wallabies as well. And we will do it again very, very shortly. Anytime, Timmy. Have a good one, Jimmy bud. Smith, SEN Sydney. You can hear him, of course. We'll do the follow-up on the SEN app. He knows all things. He's a very entertaining man and knows his stuff. This is Sporting Goss.